This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. The Bass Parlor app is an app that connects music talent with other music talent. So now you can handpick your music team directly. You know, whether you're an artist, a producer, an audio engineer, an instrumentalist, or a songwriter, you can find other music talent that you want to work with, want to connect with, and want to create with. The Bass Parlor app is available on the App Store and the Google Play. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bass Parlor Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens, and today our special guest is an incredible singer-songwriter out the Atlanta area, Olympia Papa Giorgio. What's up, Olympia? Yes. Hi, thank you for having me on. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate you joining us here today. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to your singles, I was listening to some of your songs, Vixen, which I like a whole lot. Oh, I thank like you. that a whole lot. Yeah, it's the salute remix. I heard the original and the remix. I like both of them. Um, they both have a different feel to them, yes. but um, I, I love your style. I love you. I love your style. I love like, I don't know. I can't really pigeonhole you into one category, one genre. And that's what I like about you is that, um, well, that's one of the many things I like about you is <laughs> that, <laughs> is that like when I hear one single, I don't know what I'm getting with the next single, you know? So that's, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. Have you always been like that? Has it always been like multiple genres have really pulled you in different directions? Yeah. So it's so funny because, um, first of all, thank you. I appreciate that you like anything I do. That is, I'm always so touched by anybody being like, you're a good singer. I'm like, wow. Um, so I like very much appreciate that, but I've, I've kind of always been that way with my music in the sense that, um, I remember when I first started recording, um, like actually professionally recording, not like messing around. Right. I was, uh, was, I mean, I'm in my twenties, but I was in my early, early twenties. And I remember I heard a track, basically my producer, like pitches me a track, like he'll show me a track any kind. Cause I'm very open. My first single was a reggaeton song. Okay. Like okay. it straight up. I, and I was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I'll just sing like, I don't know, like R and B or something. And then he showed me that track and I was like, um, I want that. <laughs> so like <laughs> I immediately like started, you know, um, getting into that, into that song. So if you show me a track, no matter what genre, mm -hmm. if I like the, the instrumental, I'm going to sing to it. Like that is just how okay. I work. So, and we purposely made like Salud is an international pop song, right? It's like world mm -hmm. music. But right. when we wanted to do the remix, we wanted to do the remix as what is traditionally understood as a remix, a complete transformation, but with a, a similar theme, so it was like the theme wasn't international world. It was the lyrics at that point, okay. you know, saying salute. So we were like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we can really like change this up and make it into an R&B song and show a different side of me. So mm -hmm. I have definitely dabbled, you know, in different genres and I have enjoyed the experience of doing that. And luckily I have a team that backs me up in that, you know, that promotes that with me. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah, no, that's really cool. It's cool that uh, you're willing to go whatever every direction, whatever like kind of influences and whatever you feel. You're like, for let's sure. do it. Let's do it. You know? Yes, for sure. That's the exciting part about music. I don't want to put myself in a box. You're right. So I'm right. like, you know, that's the creative part for me. The experimental part of life. You know, if if you have the ear for music, it's like, oh, you can do, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want. You know, if you like the song enough. So and and even Vixen, Vixen was a challenge because um the just the transformation from submitting something like salud to salud remix to then going to a vixen song you know which was right. very dance hall um it's just a lot of fun i really enjoy the whole process <laughs> yeah yeah the property keeps it like real light and real fun too like like you said 
So that's, yeah, that's so awesome. fun. I love it. I think it's amazing. I have so much fun doing it and listening to it too. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So take us all the way back to the beginning. What got you into singing and songwriting? And are you, are you from the Atlanta area? Did you start here in Atlanta? Um, so originally I'll just give like a little synopsis of my life to kind of explain where I come from. So originally I was born in Cyprus, which is in the Mediterranean. It's okay. by Greece. Actually, I had a, yeah, I had a roommate from Greece. I had a roommate from Greece in college. He used to always tell me about Cyprus. Yeah. He showed yeah, me pictures. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You got me. No, 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 no. It's totally fine. It's really close. Like here's Greece and like here's Cyprus. Like they're very, right. very tight. Yeah. And right. um, so I consider myself a Greek Cypriot. Like I, you know, I tell people I'm a Greek Cypriot, um, but I am also American, but I was born in Cyprus and my entire family's musical. Um, everybody's musical. And then the, my grandparents, you know, on both sides to some extent were musical. And then, you know, before that were musical, like there was just music was just all over. Like it was just everywhere and, and not everybody sang, but some people played instruments, some people sang. So, um, growing up, I was surrounded by it. And then when we came to the States, I was like eight. So I was, I was a baby. Um, but we, we went to Florida and I, I, acted like I sang and acted and stuff like as a, as a kid for fun, um, in school, nothing like professional. Right. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, I'm like, I kind of want to do something with this. So aside from being in chorus or like, you know, whatever in choir in high school, um, I had a couple of friends who had a studio inside their okay. home okay. and I was like, hi, like, can I sing <laughs> at your studio? And they're like, sure. Let me like, whatever. And I was like, okay. So I would go, to the studio, to the studio, you know, which was like someone's right. closet. Um, and I, I remember the first song I sang, I was 17. And the first song I recorded was Fever by Michael Buble, the Michael Buble version of Fever. Okay. Just for fun. Yeah. It's an old school. Old, I don't know if you know it, but it's super old school song. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll just do that. That's fine. And I did, I sang <laughs> it and I released it on my, you know, my little baby YouTube channel. And like, that's basically how I started really getting into the experience of recording and what that means. Um, and then it slowed down, like recording slowed down when I hit college because mm. I kind of, not that those friendships fell out, but our lives changed. I mean, I just was separated from them through school and, um, I stopped, I was like, nothing's going to come from this. Like, I'm not going to keep singing, you know, who cares? I'll perform at like the Greek, um, things at church and like, you know, I'll do things like that, but I'm not going to continue singing because I didn't think anything was going to come from it. Mm -hmm. And then one day I was in the library and my friend, um, we, we have a mutual friend, me and this other person. And he was like, Hey, Olympia, like he's looking for a singer. He is starting an indie label in Atlanta and he's looking for a singer. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, (laughs) I just did not at the time I was like, that is such a lie. Like, I don't believe that, but okay. Okay, fine. So right. I went out and I gave him my card and I was like, um, sorry, my, I'm being attacked by my cat at the bottom of this table. Um, anyway. <laughs> and so I gave him my card and I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a singer songwriter. Um, you know, I would love to see what you would like to do. He was like, yeah, sure. And from then I was like, nothing's going to come from this. Like, this mm-hmm. is a total lie. <laughs> so I'm just right. like, forget it. And then I don't know, like, six months later, um, I was my senior year of college and like six months later, he's like, Hey, do you think you can record this part of this song? I'm going to send you like the melody. And can you meet me like Thursday, you know, in the studio? And I was like, um, (laughs) we can try. So I, I practiced, I talked to my parents. I always got permission from them, um, Mm -hmm. to make sure they were comfortable with 
these decisions of running around as a female vocalist singing for people. So I wanted to make sure they were okay. And so I asked them, my dad's like, yeah, you'd be safe. You let us know where you are. You'll be okay. I was like, okay. And I went and sang and recorded um, the first time again for, you know, of anything in years. Mm-hmm. And um, I just never stopped. I got, I was signed to the label like two years later. I had worked with them for a couple of years. So I'm basically like a founding member of the label. I was there when it was being developed and put together. Right, and right. Um, I signed with them in 2019 officially, I think like right before Salud was released. And, and here I am. <laughs> wow. So what's the name of the label? Quick plug. Curriculum Global. It's called Curriculum Global. It's an indie label that supports students or anybody who is achieving um, like high, higher scholastic achievement or like even skill sets. So like if you okay. go to, uh, I'm trying to think like a specific like skill school, that's not necessarily like a four year traditional college, like they'll support you. So okay. they back me up. Yeah. And my music and stuff. It's really cool. And that's awesome. That's awesome. So, I mean, that's an incredible story. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. So how did you, so from that point where they signed you and you know, you, you were singing and doing some tracks for them. Um, what sparked you to do, actually getting the songwriting and to like kind of build your, build your whole, um, I would say catalog and everything like that. How that whole journey come about? Yeah. So, um, interestingly enough with songwriting, it was never something I was good at. Songwriting was never anything I was good at. I was like, I am not good at putting songs together. I'm not good at writing. Mm -hmm. So the first few songs that I ended up releasing, I co-wrote because I needed guidance. I needed, you know, assistance in learning how to put a song together. So I actually co-wrote with my producer. Um, I would say most of the records are his though. Like he really has the skeleton of the, of the written um, records for most of my songs. And then last, not last year, but um, this year in January, Mm -hmm. he sent me a track and was like, how do you feel about this track? I was like, Oh, it's beautiful. Like that sounds great. Keep in mind. I was, I'm not a writer. So I was like, yeah, that's great. Do you, do we have a hook or anything? And then I can try to play around with it because I really wanted to write mm-hmm. because I think there's this almost this misconception of artists. Like you have to do everything by yourself. And if you're not, you're not real. Right. And it's like Frank Sinatra never wrote a song that he right. sang ever. You know what I mean? So I think that a lot of artists, is a lot of artists. Yeah. Right. Like Ariana Grande doesn't write everything that she sings, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, but I really want to see if this is something I can do. Like, let me try it. So he sent me the track. He sent me the hook which is the chorus, but the hook, which is gorgeous. I was like, oh, this is great. And I said, don't do anything else. Don't write anything else. Let me try it. He was like, okay. (laughs) So I started listening to it and I'm actually writing and I'm actually getting into it, which is so fun for me because it's a new part of my world that I wasn't able to do before. And so I sang, I think like the first verse that I wrote and he was like, okay, I like that. I was like, great. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I am in now, you know what I mean? I'm like, that's awesome. So um, just really excited about writing and putting something together. Um, it has just been so cool to do that. So, yeah, no, that's incredible. That's incredible. I'm sure the more you do it, the more you feel comfortable and know how to structure it, know how to structure your ideas and, and all that. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. It'll come with like practice and time and for sure. Right, right. So uh, building a team, I know you with you being signed to an actual uh, record label, mm-hmm. um, do they kind of put you with a producer and put you with an audio engineer or do you still have to go out and you have to search for people to work with? So the label's pretty cool how it's set up because if I came in to the label with a team, they would take the team on. Okay. Um, and they would help guide them. Um, the way that it worked for me specifically, the owner of the label is my producer. Mm-hmm. So I work with him hand in hand all the time. 
my manager actually came from outside. I brought her in. Um, she was a friend first to us. She, we were all introduced as friends. Mm-hmm. And, um, I real I was like, wait, do you like work in the industry? Like, do you? And she was like, oh yeah. She was like, I, um, I have a degree in music management from Georgia state. And I was like, girl, <laughs> hello, <laughs> um, do you want a job? You know? And right. so we got connected, you know, instantly from that. And I brought her onto the team and I asked, um, the owner, I was like, uh, is it possible if we sign her on as a, as a consultant for the label so that mm-hmm. when other artists come on, they have an artist manager there to guide them, if not to sign under her management, uh, company. Right. And he was like, cause they're separate entities. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, like why not? So we had a couple of business meetings. Um, we wrote up a contract that she was comfortable with and she was signed on like very soon after that it was really cool and i was like woohoo like i have a (laughs) i have a little team like to you know to back me up and and what i'm doing which not everybody has so i'm I'm very blessed because of that absolutely and does the producer he does the engineering also is you guys no we go to an engineer okay because there's a particular engineer in atlanta do you know 11 street studios i've heard of them Okay. There's an engineer that works at 11th street. His name is EJ. I talk about him in every podcast because he is like super integral and like, he does so much for my music. He doesn't even know. Um, I go to him and like only him. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love his talent. He has such a talent. So I go to him specifically to sing. Yeah. That makes sense because I know when you have that vibe and have that connection with the engineer, it's almost like the same with like a producer. Like you don't have to, you can say it and how you say it, they know exactly what you're going for, you know? <clears throat> yep. And they can mix it the same yep. way. Everything I like, say to yeah. him, he's like, okay, yeah, no problem. And it's like instant. I'm like, oh, this is great. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So on that note, what's your, what's your creation process? Do you uh, start with, I know now you're doing songwriting. Do you start your lyrics first to start with an idea, like maybe like a chorus in your head? Or do you listen to the track and kind of write around that? What's your, what's your whole I listen to the track mm-hmm. and I write around that for okay. sure. Like okay. I have to hear the track first to then be able to put a melody at all to it or maybe change the key to make sure it's in my key right. before I even touch lyrics at all. Okay. No, yeah, I sense. have to have the track first. So that way you can groove with the track, whatever the track is. Yes. Yeah. Right. If I'm not feeling the track, how, I don't expect anybody else to. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> I have to groove with the track before I even like touch it. So. No, I feel, I feel mm-hmm. That's a good way of doing it. Um, if you think back over the past couple years and you've been, uh, you signed with the label, what you said about three years ago, something like 2019. that? 2019. 2019? Yeah. I guess officially signed. I've been working with them since 2017. Okay. Thinking back, and, and you, I'm sure you have a lot of experiences now. What is, you know, one or two things that um, that you've learned over the past couple of years that's been like really valuable to you? So that's such a good question. Specifically, what I have learned, one thing that I have learned is um, to find and seek out the people who strongly support you and to stick with them. Because if you start if you start just bowing down to whoever's around and they don't really care about your artistry or they don't care about your music, um, you are going to find yourself in like a really, really horrible position. And um, we've all been through weird experiences in the industry. I think the industry can be really icky at times. Um, And we've all experienced that, like something really weird or whatever. But um, I definitely have found a group of people that support me and back me up. And it has made my life so much easier because of that, because I can't ask for anything else, but just unconditional support, even if it's from one person. 
Um, so find that person and you stick with them. <laughs> That's right, one right. huge thing. Yeah. You know, go with the team, go with the people who really want you to be there really support you, you know? So no, that's, absolutely. That's really Go with the people who are like, Hey, we'll back you up. You know, even if it's right. two of us, like right. we will back you up until the end. And it's like, well, I can't ask that from anybody else because who's right. going to do that? You know? Absolutely. So, yep. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. Finally, uh, just let us know what you got in store for 2021. What's coming up for the, for the new year. Well, <laughs> I <laughs> am in the midst of, writing a new song and um i'm very very excited about it i haven't really announced it officially but i guess i might as well say it here exclusively um on bass parlor but i said <laughs> um or i've been experimenting with writing like i said and this song is a beautiful i guess i'm biased but it's a beautiful um r&b old school r&b sound i don't know if you listen to eighth day which is one of my other singles very i R&B. did yeah, yeah. And very original too i like the concept i like the idea of adding an eighth day so you can spend yes time. right it's, it's really cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like and that. i give i give credit to my producer for that one because he came up with that concept specifically and i was like oh that's genius <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like i need that um so i give him credit for that i will not take the credit away from him because he's really talented um so i I am writing a new song and I decided I wanted to do an R&B one because I heard the record and I was like, oh, this is like so nice. Like this is it's one of those records I like you melt into and it's hard to find mm-hmm. records like that now, I think. And I keep referencing the 90s, um, but like there was a lot of music in the 90s that like melodies that like you just melted into and you're like, where right. is that now? You know, so this song gives me that vibe and I hope it gives everybody else that vibe when they hear it. Um, I have not finished writing it, so it will take a minute to do it because I am also a full-time doctoral student. Okay. So okay. I have school so in busy. my life. Yeah. You're busy. Right. Busy woman. So I have school <laughs> in my life and I support education a lot. So that is a huge priority. Um, but I am working on something new and I'm hoping to release at least two singles this year. At least. That's a goal. Okay. And we're looking forward to it. Let us know. <laughs> Definitely let me know when you release it. I want, I want to check it out for sure. Yeah, thank you so much. I absolutely will. I will. It'll be every. I'll be posting it, you know. <laughs> I'll send you a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. But once again, I really appreciate joining us. This is an incredible singer-songwriter out the Atlanta area again. Uh, Miss Olympia Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. Yeah, you got it. You got it, Papa Giorgio. That's it? Okay. <laughs> and uh, thanks again for joining us. It was, it was incredible. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It was, it was an honor. Seriously, thank you.